Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers video game podcast. Episode 36, 10 years ago. Really? In this episode, JFG Ash cancels a pre-order. JFG Alex once again wants a Dreamcast. We travel back to 2005 for the launch of a fantastic machine. And finally, we talk about games and nothing else. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers podcast. This is episode 36. My name is Alex and I'm joined as ever by my good friend Ash. Hey buddy, how are you doing this week? Yeah buddy, I'm good. I've had my ears lowered this week, which is nice. Lowered? Yeah, do, do you not know the saying, buddy? No. No, I learned this from classic cartoon Doug back in the day. There's okay. an episode where... He moves to town and everyone's on about getting their ears lowered. I'm like, whoa, what is this? Apparently it's getting a haircut. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I got a haircut today, which was nice. I feel fresh and clean. Not that I was all shaggy and horrible before, but you know, it's always good to be well groomed. Well, yeah, I, <laughs> I'd imagine so, although I can't, <laughs> I can't speak personally. Uh, my last haircut was in June. That's a, that's quite a while ago, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, my hair's quite long. Might wanna, I wanna sort that out. No, because it's it's winter, it's uh, winterval now. So oh, okay. Uh, I hate it when you get your hair cut all short in the winter. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. I, I don't want that shit. I've got like a beautiful pelt at the moment <laughs> that I. <laughs> it, it warms warms my head and neck nice. all throughout the Christmas time. Some sort of um Ah, oh, what was the guy's name? Is it Billy Mitchell, the um King of Kong guy? His beautiful mullet. Have you ever seen that King of Kong? A fistful of quarters. No, I don't think so. Oh, you are missing out, my friend. It's about I think it's Steve Weeby and Billy Mitchell. They're like they fight it out for the Donkey Kong champion. Thing. It's it's actually a really good documentary. It's really funny, but yeah, like the Billy Mitchell guy, he's like, I I hope that's his name. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. And um, yeah, he's just um, he had like the title from back in the eighties, and um, no one's ever beaten it. But then obviously it all kicks off and stuff, and he's just got this glorious mustache, and he's an absolute winner. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something I need to investigate. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube. Check yeah. it out, it's funny ass. I will look that up. But yeah, anyway, let's get back onto subject. What have you had for dinner? Uh, I had uh, Sainsbury's noodle meal uh, for dinner. Oh, that's what I, I... I've christened it that. Uh, nice. It's a, a meal deal where you can get a, a sauce, some noodles, and a pot of mixed veg. Um, there's a few different options. You could have your hoisin sauce. I tend to go for that. Nice, good choice. Uh, but there's a Solid. teriyaki one, a sweet chili one. Uh, you got different, three different types of noodles to go for. I tend to go for the big egg noodles. 
I prefer those. Okay. Yeah. And then you've got your uh, you got your mixed veg pot. You can get a hot and spicy one, mixed peppers. Uh, I usually go mixed pepper, and all of that for three pounds, buddy. It's not Feeds bad, really, is it? You know, it's a good sales. All fresh there, stuff. Buddy. It's good for you. Usually pop a bit of chorizo in there as well, because if I had my way, that would be mandatory for all food to come with chorizo in it. <laughs> Standard meat. It's the new chicken. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's what it's all about. And while I was over there, they had a, a fucking two-for-one offer on kettle chips, buddy. Jesus so, uh, Christ. I mean, obviously, you're going to want to get involved on that. Well, yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah. So... Have you been up to anything other than getting your hair lopped off this week? I've been uh, researching tablets, you know. I thought you were going to say tampons. I've no idea why you would. No, tablets, buddy. Tablets. I've been researching tampons. Damn, I'm looking at tampons. I don't know why. Just, you know, how they work. <laughs> They're a luxury, what you do with luxury them. item. Yeah, I, I just don't get it. I mean, I Tax have no use for these things. <laughs> so tablets. Tablets, yes. <laughs> <laughs> is this going to be some sort of Christmas gift, or are you just looking because it's closing in on? No, oh, no, Black yeah, the one has Friday. been purchased for Christmas for myself. Okay, mm, cheeky Chinese tablet, buddy. Ooh, it has Windows 10 and Android 5.1. That's bit it's tasty, a dual isn't it? Boot. Yeah, I know, right? I was like, what's this? It's got like four gig of RAM, sixty-four gig like hard drive, expandable through cheeky slots and everything I was like you know what like it. I'll take a punt on this so I did and uh, it's been shipped and uh, probably it might be here in time for Christmas but we shall see buddy and I'm very much looking forward to it because you can play Civ 5 on it that's very cool and you um don't really use you don't really have a laptop that you use regularly do you like no. Um, I do have a laptop, but um, the missus, well, it's pretty much hers because it's slow and shit, and I don't want to use that. Yeah. <laughs> so I just use the computer, which is much better. But yeah, this thing runs Windows 10, you know, pretty well, and seems to be able to do lots of other stuff. Uh, yeah, it looks pretty good for the price as well, buddy. Sounds good, man. You're mm. finally going to have some sort of mobile device. With a slightly larger screen for when you're sitting on the toilet. That's that's really important. <laughs> it's mainly what I need it for. But now, like the reason I thought it would be good to have one, and it, I've I've ordered like um, a Bluetooth keyboard and stuff to go with it in, in the case and shit like that. It looks really cool. Um, nice. When we're doing our streaming, I can just have our like chat window there right next to me, so I can yeah, like, oh, that'd check be really out. good. Yeah, instead I'm pretty of useless at uh, trying to check my phone every couple of minutes while playing it's pretty hard doing that but yeah cheeky little plug for our youtube channel there check it out yeah check it out we've been streaming we've got yeah. some rocket league going on there and uh lots of stuff drive club and we've been doing all sorts which probably takes us on to what we've been playing this week buddy yeah pretty much man because i i would be talking about more stuff that i've done but i i missed game night this week which i was pretty angry about terrible yeah i did uh, piss you off a bit there though didn't i <laughs> did well the missus had a board game night and i was summoned um i wasn't i wasn't forced um <laughs> it was your choice to go buddy 
it was my choice to go. It seemed like the right thing to do at the time. But yeah. I did miss out on a, a bag of F1. So I'm looking forward to getting like this. An entire bag of F1. Other than that, I, uh, I've had a meal at Chiquito Ooh. and uh, had some barbecue chicken fangitas. Uh, and I saw the new Hunger Games film last night. As oh, okay. Well. Mocking that, that's Jay the last Part one. Two. Oh, yeah. shit. Very did, good. Did it finish? Yeah, it was it was a vaguely satisfying conclusion. And, good news. Um, that's very rarely the case when there's been like <laughs> three or four of something. So yeah, it was really good. Um, Talking about Twilight, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Twilight was mental. <laughs> Love but, that uh, shit. Yeah, no, it was a really cool film, and um, it was just a bit of a shame that old Philip Seymour Hoffman died during the. Uh, shooting of the final uh, film because there were a couple of bits where I think he was blatantly meant to be there and yeah. it was kind of a shame that he wasn't because it would have been much better if he had been because that guy was a fucking ace yeah, but, um, but yeah cool film and that's all I've done so yes let's move on to what we've been playing get the ball rolling buddy as we uh, as we tend to do it yeah cool so i'm gonna say i've been playing monument valley but i i haven't i've completed it but i didn't complete it my five-year-old son completed the dlc for this game wow okay i know right he must be a fucking genius or something someone called mensa exactly right i'm like how have you done this and then he's just like, yeah, I did it. I'm like, okay. And I, I checked like all the from, things, uh, and it was like, yep, he's he's done it all. I was like, wow. Step up from Lego in it. Yeah, just a bit, you know, right? And I'm like, right, <laughs> I need to need to investigate into these like puzzle games for him. Get him, get his mind going, and you know, nurture. Mate, it sounds that. like a really good idea. Yeah, man. Get him, uh, get me involved in like point and click adventures. I reckon. Maybe some Telltale games. <laughs> you love a bit of Telltale, and you've got quite a vast <laughs> library of them. So, <laughs> no. But yeah, no. Like, I was just like astounded. I'm like, wow, check you out. Because it, it was just like I thought he was just playing like whatever crappy games were on there. But no, he, he picked that one because he liked the look of the like the person, like the the little white person on it. He's like, yeah, been been doing that. I'm like, well done. It's weird. But, anyway, um, what else have I done? Um, pretty much um, my other three or four uh, are the same as yours. So do you want to talk about what I haven't played? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, we're kind of we're in that sort of situation at the moment, aren't we, where we, we had a massive injection of loads of games all at once and now we're sort of tucking into the same stuff on a weekly basis, which doesn't help very much when you're trying to do a podcast on various different games because we're not getting given free ones so no. we can't talk about the latest the absolute latest releases but it is um, lots of fun for us exactly exactly <laughs> uh, i have dipped into uh, i went back to unmechanical extended Ooh. um which i haven't played for probably a month or so now i think yeah um uh, i actually had kind of forgotten that i was halfway through that until I saw the PS Plus announcements for this month and remembered 
that the game existed. But yeah, yeah I went back to it, and uh, I think I'm going to go. I've got made it like a sort of um, before the end of the year. I'm going to go back and try and finish some of these PS Plus games that I was really enjoying, and then just kind of forgot about like Tesla Grad. Um, and Unmechanical Extended was another example. So yeah, I've gone back to that. It's a really cool game and really clever puzzles. I do find myself getting stuck quite often. It doesn't really telegraph it, you know. It's 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 quite tricky, but um, it's very satisfying when you get it right. And um, it's really nice, really nice art style and uh, just a cool little game. So. Yeah, I'm, I think I've pretty much decided. The fact that I've gone back to it for like a third time now, um, I'm definitely going to try and get to the end of this thing and I will report back. Oh, yeah. Cool, buddy. Uh, and the other one that I played was uh, Panarium or Panarium? I think yeah, it's Panarium. Yeah, I saw it. On the, was it the demo on the store, was it, or something? Yeah, I played the demo and uh, was sort of hovering over the buy it button because it's like £4.80 or something at the moment on the yeah. store. Um, it's quite an addictive game. It's like a little uh, platformer. It reminded me a little bit of uh, Towerfall Ascension, not because not in the way that you you had a, like a combat scenario, but the way that it was platforming. You could jump off the right of the screen and appear on the left and stuff. Um, and basically, you've got to collect, uh, bash up these barrels as various traps are fired at you that you have to dodge. It's really simple, but. It's just it's really fun and uh, again very satisfying cool graphics like all sort of pixel art and cool music and quite funny so yeah been tucking into that and uh, yeah I, th I think the main reason that I didn't spend the money up until this point is because I've just got so much on the go that, yeah I know what you're saying and I'm kind of thinking well you know we've got um, Black Friday just to come and Cyber Monday to come. Obviously, uh, we're recording this uh, on Wednesday, so we've still got Friday to come. And if you're listening to this on Sunday night, then Cyber Monday is tomorrow. So yeah, there's we've bought a lot recently. We might be buying some more before the week is out. So <laughs> kind of holding off, but yeah, cool game and free demo on the store. So check it out. Definitely, buddy. I think so. So yeah, other than that, uh, I've been playing loads of Pez, loads and loads of Pez yeah? every night for some reason. Yeah, I just got back into it again, uh, remembered how fucking brilliant that game is. Um, uh, but yeah, other than that, just stuff that I've played with you. So where do you want to start with that? Um, do you want to go start Fallout? Because I haven't really got much to say about that pretty much more of the same i'm exploring and getting further and further and further into the wasteland um not much really else to say from that point of view i mean nothing else has really struck me i mean apart from well um, from all the issues and things that we've already spoken about it last week so i just don't really have anything else to report on that game really yeah, pretty much the same for me. I've been tucking into it. I've, I've, I haven't played it that much this week, actually. A couple of hours, but uh, kind of got a little bit further. Went back to the main the main storyline, um, but got to a point where I, I just got absolutely battered. Uh, I won't <laughs> say anything about the story or what's going on, but uh, I also got to that section. I think, if you remember last week, I said I'd heard rumours that the section I was about to get to was 
um, where the engine kind of fell over on on the frame rate front. Um, yeah, certainly does. You know, <laughs> really like stop starting horrible, but um, got through that bit and certainly won't be going back to that area again. Yeah, but still that. no, still nothing that's broken. Like I'm still fine. I haven't had to abandon any saves or anything like that. But yeah, Fallout's Fallout and. I'd imagine I'll continue to play it sporadically for like the next six months, but uh, nothing new to report, to be honest. Yeah. Um, other than Fallout, we have been. Ooh, where should we jump to next? Oh, we did. Uh, we've already said that we did some Rocket League on the live stream on YouTube, didn't we? Yeah, we're still suck at that game. Yep, uh, and it's it's so hard to get back into the game when you don't play it on a regular basis. Like, seriously. Won a couple, though, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, we started off strong, buddy. I mean, we did lose our overall three-match finale, which was a shame. But, you know, check it out on our our YouTube channel if you want to see us suck at Rocket League, I guess. (laughs) Definitely. And then, really, the final game that I've been absolutely loving and... I, I can't remember the last time I played a game where I was just constantly smiling. Can you? Uh, no, not really. Uh, this is the the wonderful, enjoyable arcade action of Drive Club. Indeed it is. And We've been playing hours of it, haven't <laughs> yeah, we? Yeah, <laughs> seriously, just race after race after race, like point-to-point, uh, laps, reverse, all types of weather mainly what in the supercars is it that we pick uh kind of switching between um super and the one below there's yeah. performance i think it might yeah, be yeah i think it is performance um the hyper ones are a little bit mental and the ones below are a little bit slowish kind of thing uh i think that the the best is kind of the performance class with like heavy weather so that it's quick enough but also slow enough that you can kind of slide the back out and you don't kind of lose control of the thing yeah but it's just so much fun you haven't got any worries really about um, not the same as like in F1 where you have to be so pinpoint precision with your driving it's yeah I'm just going to chuck it around all of these corners and most of the time it's fine I mean I'm, I'm, I might spin out here or there but I'm just enjoying it so much and uh if you bought this game like a year ago um and you've got mates that have got it you know and and you want a bit of racing then i i definitely would say get back into this because it's it's a really good game uh i'm, I'm not gonna go as far as like project gotham levels of uh awesomeness but i was gonna say it's close that was the last time in this genre that I had this much fun. Yes, um, definitely. On, on a racing game, the last time I had this much fun would have been Project Gotham 4 on the 360. Um, and this game is nowhere near as good as that game, But uh, like, as you say. But uh, in terms of just, just fun, like frivolous fun, um, it's cracking arcade racer. And yeah... I think we're going to keep playing it. We haven't actually tucked into it on a game night yet. Hopefully this week we will. Yeah, man. We'll, we'll get on the case. Uh, so let's talk Rainbow then, buddy, to finish off this section. Yeah. Have you managed to play anything yet on that? 
Uh, I I managed to get on one match last night, uh, and then I couldn't connect to the servers after that. Um, I got I did a couple of terrorist hunts, lone wolf, uh, on the ship yeah. level. That's yeah, on there. I can't remember um, what it's called, but yeah, the ship one. Frame rate's a bit of a concern, I think, on that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, lots of other interesting shenanigans going on with Rainbow right now. I don't know if we want to save it for later on. Maybe the news. But, yeah, I um, think I'm. I'm just going to talk about like because yeah, all I've done in it, I've played about two or three uh, games on the Lone Wolf. I managed to get on yesterday evening, Tuesday evening, because we got the day early access, and that is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really is, especially with those uh, suicide bombers. Yeah, I killed two of them, and I thought, ah, oh, sweet, I'm good now. Another one fucking turned up, didn't he? There was three. I was like, what is this? This isn't what I'm used to. <laughs> so, like, um, um, it was like the disable the bombs. So uh, I go in, I find the bomb, I'm doing all right. And then the first time that I do it, I, I put my um, laptop case thing down, start hacking, then it's like uh, <laughs> the guards have been alerted to your position or something like that. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. I better, like, hold up in this corner and just shoot them when they come in the door. Fucking like 15 of them just pile in, and I'm like, What the fuck is this? <laughs> so, like, I just died immediately. So, like, next time I was gonna be all savvy about this, I was like, Right, I'm gonna put me breach charge near the window, put the laptop near the window, set it off, and then go and hang out the wind another window on like the other angle so I can see them when they're coming in, and I can cover the briefcase as well. Like so it, nice, yeah, I know, right? Tactics. That's what it's all about. So I do that. Uh, I kill the first like three guys that come in. They don't get to the briefcase. One gets past. So I'm like, ah, oh, shit. So I blow up my breach. And he's like, boom, he's dead. I'm like, yeah, cool. And this is when the third bloody hazmat man comes in. And I'm like, oh, okay, right. I'm, I'm dealing with him. But then like two other people <laughs> get past him. And then uh, it all goes wrong from there, buddy. It's oh, a bit much it's, on your own, isn't it? It's just, It's impossible, mate. I, I did, I'm all up for a challenge, but it just seems like you're just going to get annihilated every time you like try and set the the bomb off. I guess like the only way to do it would be like get one of those like um, the fake wall things, the barrage things, whatever they're called. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you're playing without all the operators at the moment, and uh, you know maybe you'd find an operator that was more tailored. Yeah, more suited so. to your playing style when you're on your own. Yeah, I, I believe so. Like, uh, like the hanging out the window did seem to work because that's where uh, I could find the most cover and get away from getting shot all the time. But it didn't seem like the right thing to do <laughs> at all. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I'm looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it later on in Dust News. To see what's Definitely, going on. there are there are developments there. Yes, I know. But for now, that's what we've been playing. And now it's time for Fonz or Phoenix.
this week, Bernie? Up or down? In We're going with an out. up. Uh, we've had some real horrifying phoenixes, or phenai, Phenai, yeah, like it, um, phenai. So I thought it was time to go Fonz, and um, this is just in time if you're listening to this the day we, we put this live, or if the next day, then very pertinent indeed to you. Uh, and this is Black Friday. Now, Black Friday is, uh, uh, in my opinion, a, a fairly nonsense Thing that was kind of a horrible corporate invention um, that brings out the worst in people. You see videos of idiots attacking each other in supermarkets and that sort of thing. Um, and loads of people are like, oh, it's a disgrace and, you know, it shouldn't happen and, and everything. Started in America as a, a you know, the box, the, the equivalent of Boxing Day sales, but for Thanksgiving in the yep. States and then kind of spread across the pond and now lots of people, uh, probably with the internet being the main reason why, you know, places like Amazon started doing it and then the UK high street retailers decided to get in on the act and so on. Anyway, what I'm saying is... Uh, if you are going to go and queue outside somewhere in the cold at six in the morning to go and grab a bargain or whatever, then, I mean, that's that's a pretty shit day, to be honest. You, you <laughs> might save some money, but that's a pretty shit day. However, if you are a gamer, then this is a wonderful thing because this has kind of gone internet-wide now rather than just retail. You've got loads of digital sales, um, massive discounts on disc-based games that you can get delivered to your house. You yes. don't need to leave your bed. You can just sit in your bed with your new tablet, perhaps, Ash, or Ooh. on the PlayStation 4 browser, if that's how you choose to live your life. Um, <laughs> Probably and not. And you can buy shit. And this week, we've already had some cracking bargains with uh, some PS4 titles like Killzone, Watch Dogs, Knack, I've seen for £5, £7, Wolf <laughs> Wolfenstein The New Order for £7.50, I saw in-game. This is before the event, and... Um, I'm sure you're going to find lots of interesting deals on Amazon on Friday and uh, more excitingly for anyone utilising family sharing on PS4, and, and why wouldn't you, is uh, Cyber Monday and what Sony decide to do on their store on yeah, Monday. Yeah, it should be interesting, that. It, we're looking for interesting discounts on a few different bits and bobs. We're in the market for some advanced warfare, uh, possibly some DLC for games we already have. Um Massive savings to be had, buddy. Maybe have to stock up on the old CD keys over the weekend. I know, uh, I'm worried about it. Luckily, it is payday, so meh, might have yeah. to. We, we were having a look at steering wheels, weren't we, on the old uh, flash sales on Amazon yeah, as well. Yeah, but uh, the good ones weren't cheap enough. Not for Still me, Still anyway. too much money. That, that T150, the Thrustmaster T150, yeah. that's, what, £150 at the moment? Yeah, I think it's cheaper at Curry's, like 110 <laughs> I believe, wasn't it? Uh, th yeah, one ten. Yeah, I, I'm I'm hugely tempted by that, and certainly if if a decent wheel that had rumble uh, went below a ton, then I would snap that up. Definite. Yeah, so. like my magic number is about eighty quid. If like something went in at eighty quid, I would be like, you know what, I'll do that. 
because I think it's worth it, you know, it's not like, I mean, we used to spend money on peripherals for stuff like Guitar Hero, and you could only play Guitar Hero or Rock Band. This yeah. is a peripheral that you could use throughout the entire life cycle of this console on multiple games. You could probably plug it into your PC as well. Um, I've, and, and I think Drive Club's kind of doing this to me as well. You know, I've become like a, a steering wheel salesman here, but I think that's because <laughs> we're having so much fun on Drive Club and it's so much fun to slide the back out and hold yeah. slides on that game. I can just imagine doing that. And Totally. The, the, the amount of F1 we play on game nights and stuff, I just think now is the time. And, and I have never owned a, a gaming steering wheel ever and... I think now's the time. The the danger, of course, is that many family and friends know that I'm in the market for a steering wheel and it's always dangerous buying something for yourself yes. about four weeks before Christmas. <laughs> so Totally. Yeah. But yes. uh, either way, I just thought, you know, there's going to be lots of bargains to snapple up over the next few days and that's a massive fonz. Uh, and certainly on, on Monday... Uh, if we see some good deals and stuff, then I'll be sure to post them to to our Facebook and Twitter pages. So, Gibbons. if you're in the market on Cyber Monday, then keep an eye on our sites. I'm sure we'll be keeping an eye on everyone's. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Have but, a look at ours know, as well. We're here to help. <laughs> we are here to help. Now it's time for the news. The news. The news. The news. The news. Fucking news. So right. <laughs> nice. Number one. Number wang. Let's get straight onto Rainbow here for number one. Um, things have been strange. I'm not quite sure what's going on, Ash. I said last week. Do you not think it's a little weird that there's some sort of open beta the week before the game launches? <laughs> I think we both agreed that that was weird. It's fucking um, weird. It's, and it's uh, fucking and I, weird. I think I vaguely remember saying to you last week, does it worry you at all? <laughs> and um, yeah, and I think we could both agree, yes, it does worry us somewhat. And, yes. uh, and you said, well, I could always cancel my pre-order. Um, Funny you say that, buddy, because I'm on the page right now. <laughs> I I'm not sure what's going on here, but the plan for the open beta, uh, which seemed rather sudden, you know, it was it was only like five or six days before the the open beta that it was announced there was going to be one. Uh, we got emails saying that we got access to the beta a day early as people who had previously been on the closed beta. So we thought, okay, cool, we'll, yeah, we'll install we'll that. that, we'll play that, and. Yeah. Uh, so that's why we've been playing it for a day or so. Uh, and then it emerged today, today being Wednesday in our world, that the open beta had been delayed uh, and it was going to stay a closed beta. Now, the beauty of this is that they They're didn't in. have any sort of contingency for that, so there's no NDA for us to be worrying about right now. In fact, several gaming publications in the uh, in the UK today have actually put videos up of them playing the uh, closed beta with without many problems mm. but the the bottom line here is the game hasn't been delayed the game is coming out in four days time if you're listening to this on sunday night then what's out on tuesday yeah, yeah tuesday. 48, less than 48 hours away um 
whether it has been delayed by the time you listen to this, uh, I suspect it probably will have been. Personally, I, I, I don't know what's going on. All I can say is that surely having... it can't be delayed because, like, the retailers will have the discs in hand. Yeah, but they could always sit on those, couldn't they? Because there was always going to be a day one patch. True, I, I guess so. There always is. It's you're you're absolutely right. They're leaving it very very late. Either way. There is something. There's something seriously wrong here. There's something going on, um, and Yubi aren't really <laughs> very keen on saying what's going on. I no. mean, the 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 notification to say that the open beta had been delayed was in a forum post on their website. <laughs> it wasn't even gi- given out as Announced, a press yeah. release today. It's crazy. As everyone came home from work expecting to jump on Rainbow and and found that they couldn't unless they were on the closed one already, like we were. Um, I've been having constant problems connecting to the servers and yeah. to matches in the closed beta. This is before they let the rest of the world in. I I was worried about that when I loaded it up yesterday, and it was like, yeah, I can't connect, and I was like, okay. And this is across all platforms as well. Yeah. PC and Xbox and PS4 is all fucked. Um, I don't know what's going on. Um, by the time you listen to this, you might know. Um, by the time you listen to this, we I may should well fucking have hope our pre-order. you should know more about it. Jesus Christ! Like, if I don't know more about it in four days, then I am very worried about this game. <laughs> I tell you, the other thing that concerns me is uh, I was listening to another podcast today and they mentioned uh, an upcoming AAA release that they had been playing that they couldn't talk about but that was fucked. Mm. Now, as far as I'm aware, Ash, there are only two before the end of the year. Yeah, and I don't now, think Just Cause 3 is uh I don't think fucked, Just Cause 3 single-player single game, game is fucked. <laughs> so... Yeah. It tends to allude to Rainbow. Um, yeah. Don't know so what's you're saying I should here. press this cancel button right now? Uh, I'm saying that you don't need to yet, but by the time we upload this on Sunday, you may well have done. Well, the only thing I'm saying, if I do it now, because normally they charge you like a few days beforehand, don't they? Right, okay. So I'm thinking I'll just fucking get rid of it. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I mean, we can we can always buy it. Once can, it's there's out. no pre-order bonus. I think it's like a skin or some shite. <laughs> we, it was never. We were never after a bonus. We just wanted Fucking it installed. Done. My one's downloaded. By the way, I've got it installed already. What? The beta? No, the full game. The is, full is downloaded. game. Yeah, it's it's preloaded on mine. Well, I've just cancelled it, mate. Well. Enjoy. Obviously, I'll just delete that because it's just going to be padlocked. But uh, yeah, well, no, leave it there because we'll probably buy it at some point. Save so you downloading it again. <laughs> I think that was the right call. Yes, I do as well. But we'll move on because who knows what's happened since Wednesday? Um, True. So let's move on to this slightly more uplifting story. Now, this is all to do with the PS4 and. PS2 emulation, buddy. Have you heard about this stuff? I have, buddy. It seems as 
though we can emulate the PS2 on the PS4, from what you're yes. saying. That seems to be what's going on. Now, uh, Sony have been incredibly coy about this in that they haven't mentioned anything about it at all. But um, what happened was there was a, a Star Wars bundle that came out over the last week or two for Battlefront. Uh, and one of the bonuses that you got with that package, uh, according to the uh, the box and the blurb, was uh, some old Star Wars games. Um, this is Star Wars Racer Revenge, Star Wars Jedi Starfighter, and Star Wars Bounty Hunter. Yeah, now, A lot of people were wondering quite how you would receive those, seeing as those are all PS2 games. The answer is... Sony have been working on PS2 emulation for the PS4, and uh, yeah, it's, it's working. <laughs> and yeah, so what you got was codes for downloads for all of those games, and uh, you can play PS2 games. So immediately, publications started asking and saying, you know, what's going on here? And Sony were like, oh yeah, it's just something we've been working on. Uh, it upscales to four times the resolution of the PS2. Uh, with whole new shaders, it, a lot of them run in uh, 108060 as well, or, or certainly That's somewhere nice. around there. Um, worth popping onto YouTube and looking up some videos of this because uh, it looks surprisingly nice what they've done with it there. And obviously, it begs the question: Where do we go from here? Because you know, there doesn't seem to be any reason why Sony couldn't basically bring the entire PS2 library, which. I would argue is one of the greatest libraries of any console ever, just yes. because of the popularity and longevity of that thing. GTA. So 3. there we go. Yeah, GTA Three, <laughs> uh, all the old Gran Turismo's. Yeah. Um, GTA, that's cool. Whatever you want, really. Everything came out on there. Lots so, of games. Lots of games. Uh, more exciting is the fact that Sony also uh, worked hard on the coding of these to um, code triggers in to certain areas basically what i'm saying is they added achievements to these ps2 oh, wow. games nice which is something they could you know they've cracked that as well so presumably they could do that on on anything you like as well um none of these games have multiplayer functionality as far as i'm aware so that's not something that's been emulated but uh you know i mean i think the hard part was getting them all running really nicely and where they go from here we just don't know but it's i think it's exciting um this means that we could play old pez we could we could play pez <laughs> pez 4 buddy yes one of the greatest pezes of all we Indeed. could play uh the original smackdown perhaps oh, or, uh, good I think times. That's PS one, but certainly some old smackdowns we could mm. play um i like it i think it's cool and it, it's kind of weird though because we're now in a situation where Xbox is, is is working on backwards compatibility for 360. Yes. Sony have been working on PS Now, which they've got working now, and you can subscribe to for PS3 games. Now they also have emulation for the PS2. Um, yeah, there's all all manner of balls in the air here, and it's it'd be interesting talk. to see how it all... Yeah, I mean, if, if you could buy, like, Gran Turismo 3 on the store for, like... Three ninety nine, then I probably would do that. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, it bodes well anyway for the future. Also, buddy, another little tidbit of information: you can also stream your PS4 on PC. Known fact. 
Oh, right. How does that work, then? So, some chap, uh, I'm going to try and find his name, uh, Twisted, I believe. I'm going to go with that. Um, he's been developing an app on PC to let you stream your PS4 to your PC. And I think he was also the man that cracked the remote play um, Android app as well. Um, I, I think. Don't quote me on that. Okay. Um, which let you install it on pretty much any Android device because I had it on my Nexus 4 uh, for a while before I got my Vita, which was quite cool. Um, so, unfortunately, this isn't going to be free, though. Um, they're saying it's around about $10, so, what, six quid um, to be able to run this. And I've seen a couple of videos of it, and it seems to be spot on. I think you can use keyboard and mouse on it. Which is pretty, you know, different. You know, yeah, so if you want to play some of your you, PS4 games, if you happen games to have with... a dual booting tablet, buddy, then perhaps you could play your PS4 <laughs> yeah, on there. That's true. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Fucking sweet, buddy. But yeah, you know, like it's another feature. I know it's not an official release, but you know, it's one of those things that you can do now, apparently, which is cool. Everything's so complicated now, man. I have no idea how any of it works. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> I'm like, it's magic. <laughs> and then, you know, our children will come along and be like, yeah, what? <laughs> you old dickheads, like, why don't you understand? <laughs> Seriously, it's, it's in all, the computer? It's all a bit amazing to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Fucking, I, I don't really know what to say about like those two bits of news it's pretty impressive i mean but the the xbox is doing this as well obviously you can play your xbox on anything like tablet and things as well and steam's doing it now with their like steam streamer whatever it's called steam box i'm gonna say steam stream steam stream that sounds cool <laughs> um and yeah, this is the future. Obviously, there's uh, PlayStation TV as well. I forgot about that. Fucking oh yeah, that's yeah, the that thing. Well. Yeah, it's all just everything is connected, and you know, see, it's, it's awesome. It's cool. Yep. Keep it coming. We what like a it. Time to be alive. <laughs> what a time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> Think of the possibilities. Mm. <laughs> let's Indeed. let's move on. Uh, we will move on to Ark Survival, which is, uh, I don't know, if, have you seen this? Do you know Do you know about this game? Dinosaurs? Yes. Um, big open world survival game featuring dinosaurs. Uh, you can play it online. It's been on PC in early access for a while. Um, yeah, coming to Xbox One, they have said imminently... Um, I think the the official line is December. I'm not sure why a game coming out in December doesn't have a release date yet. But that's uh, weird. You mean like Rainbow Six? Yeah. I mean, that's Rainbow the opposite, Six. though. It's got a release date in December and won't come out in December. It's, uh, it's an interesting one. But yeah. either way, um, I mean, it's more commonplace on PC, isn't it, for games to just sort of launch stuff that's been in early access for ages or just to suddenly come out or whatever but not very often on consoles either way uh, Ark Survival is hitting the Xbox One imminently uh, that's all I've got uh, nice. Chivalry Medieval Warfare uh, that's another game that's apparently coming out before the end of the year 
are on the consoles, Xbox One and PS4. If you don't know what this is, it is a first stroke third person medieval fighting game with swords and uh, and bows and arrows and stuff. Be interesting that, I think, because... Is that uh, the one that we played? Uh, I think we... I can't remember was if we played one? Chivalry or War of the Roses. They were the oh, two. I think it was War of the Roses. I don't different know. ones. One but of both, them, yeah. both games have a, a similar trope in that the way that the sword play worked was to do with the way you swiped the mouse around. And, yeah. Um, so it'd be interesting to see. I, I, I just don't know. I'm not saying they've done something here. I, I'd imagine that these games had uh, controller support on the PC as well. I think I played it with controller support, and you move like the right analog, the analog stick in a different direction to do like left hit, right hit, straight, okay. and things like that. I, I that's what I want to say I did, but I can't be sure on that. It sounds. I, I can't <laughs> imagine how else you do it other than the right analog, to be honest. But yeah. Um, Either way, I I think that could be really cool. Uh, I think we could do with more of these sort of multiplayer fighting games on the on the consoles. I think it, it, they'd really thrive on there. And we've got World of Tanks on the way before the end of the year as well. So there's lots of this sort of um, very PC esque uh, PvP games on the way that could be really cool. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think that next year may well be the year of the sort of uh, melee combat medieval sort of stuff you know you've got the new gorilla game coming yeah, out you got cool. to, i know that's kind of uh, future medieval but you know what i mean uh, chivalry war of the roses as well apparently coming to consoles at some point um there was another one as well i remember seeing it that ubisoft one yeah what was that called i can't remember now Knights we signed up for the beta of that Dom. i'm sure we did yeah we did yeah. Well, whatever the fuck that is. Either way, there's going to be lots of sword play in our games over the next few months by the looks of things. Yeah, man. I love it. Uh, and finally in the news this week, um, news that Konami is very sorry for its Pez cock-up. With This was the squad file um, cock-up that they made where they made us wait till the end of October to get the latest squads then released a patch for the latest squads that had half of them missing. Um, I don't know if this is if this was planned before or uh, if it was planned to be charged for before. I'm not sure quite what happened or whether anything's changed. But either way, the long and the short is that um, fairly recently, I think we reported that Konami snapped up the license for the. Uh, the UEFA Euro Championships, which normally is something that uh, EA Sports have. Sometimes they release uh, a standalone game for the European Championships. Really Sometimes shitty standalone games. Yeah, yeah featureless. Love it. Uh, Sometimes it's DLC. Uh, either way, Konami snapped that up, and they will be releasing uh, the UEFA European Championships DLC for PES 2016, uh, and it will be free for all. That is good news. I thought that was going to be the um, the Fonz this week, to be honest. Well, I, I think I gave Konami a Fonz two weeks ago, and let's not make a habit of it. So, True. Uh, it didn't. It just didn't feel quite right to. Uh, and also, in the back of my mind was a story that I read, I think on Polygon this week. There's a rumour going around that Konami are also going to release some sort of free-to-play version of Pez. Um, yeah, I did hear that. Riddled with microtransactions. <laughs> Um, 
so yeah, I don't want to jump the gun with the uh, the lords and the plaudit there, but um, yes, either way, um, <laughs> that's cool. You know, it's got the full license. I think they do a, re- a, a decent job of the Champions League and the Europa League stuff in in the Pez games. Um, I mean, all you need to do is build a custom tournament and have a few little videos and a bit of music in there. That's all we're we're after, really. But um, pretty much cool that it is free. That's uh, good news. Yeah, good news, Betty. That's the news. What sunshine comes out of the rain. Oh, I'm glad. To and now it's time for golden release time. It's uh. It's pretty much shaking it off right now, I think. This is... It's got to be the last week. There can't be anything else after this, is there? I think this is the last week of golden release time, yes. Oh. we got two AAAs left. Um, some Nintendo gamers would argue three. <laughs> uh, I would just laugh at them. Yeah. But either way, this is probably the last week that the release time is golden, to be honest, until next year. It's a shame. So, here we are. We have Chivalry Medieval Warfare, as I just mentioned, um, that is out in December. Uh, There was a rumour of December the 1st. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm just going to stay with December in case things change, because we live in a very fluid world, buddy, and I wouldn't want to uh, jump the gun there. So, yeah, anyway, there's that. We also have Just Cause 3, Uh, On the Xbox One, the PS4, and the PC. That's out on the 1st of December. We have Rainbow Six Siege, which is apparently out on the Xbox One, PS4, and PC on the 1st of December. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Nice putting apparently in there like that. You like that? Yep. (laughs) I'm going with it. Uh, We've got Darius Burst Chronicle Saviors on the PC. That came out last week on the consoles. Um... (laughs) Whatever, man. Uh, 3rd of December. (laughs) Dragon Quest Heroes is out on the PC on the 3rd of December. And the the big AAA Wii U game of Q4, Xenoblade Chronicles X. Oh, my God. Wow. Is out on the 4th of December. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. There you go. Uh, Along with World of Tanks, which uh, I just mentioned. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's also coming out at some point and it could be this week so I mention it and Ark Survival they said that was imminent so I'm going to mention that as well just to cover my ass nice I like it okay uh, now let's move on to uh, our favourite end of the month thingamy jiggle which is the Games with Gold and the PS Plus games luckily just announced earlier today yeah I do I do so like that, that. Cool. and it's very, very nice of Sony to, uh, to to make sure that they get those out before we record the podcast, which is the reason that they do it on a Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. Um, they're like, oh, shit, fucking Ash and Alex going to be recording tonight. We're going <laughs> to... Here we go. So, yeah, uh, Xbox Games with Gold. For the Xbox One, we have uh, The Adventures of Van Helsing. Uh, that's your first game. And then two weeks later, you're going to get Thief. Uh, and if you are a 360 gamer, you will be getting Castle Storm first, uh, followed by Sacred 3. Um, I'm guessing both of them are 
backwards compatibility delay as well? I think they said that they were only going to release backwards compatible games. So it makes yes. sense. Yeah. So yeah, if you're Xbox One, you get all of that, and um, it's a fair to middling month. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thief, Thief got fairly, was okay. Yeah, it got quite quite mediocre reviews. Um, it's a it's a fairly mediocre game, I guess. I got quite a lot of enjoyment out of it. I think I played it for sort of seven or eight hours, something like that. Yeah, I think it was about the interest. same, and then I was done. It's still sitting under my console. I'm looking at the disc right now, but um, I've still got the DLC code for you, buddy. When you want it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be one for the nursing home when we've uh, yeah <laughs> we'll go back to it one day. But oh yeah, so yeah, there you go. Uh, fair to middling month, if you ask me. Um, not the best, but not terrible. Um, and similarly, PS Plus. This is PS Plus December. For the PS4, we have Gauntlet Slayer Edition and King's Quest Chapter One: A Night to Remember. Night with a K. Lol. Um, for the PS3, we have Far Cry Blood Dragon and SSX. Uh, and on the Vita, we have Rocket Birds, Hard Boiled, and Freedom Wars. So, yeah, n- nothing special there. No, either. not at all. I mean, I thought being December, they were going to throw something. Because last December, it was um, Injustice, Injustice wasn't it? Wasn't it? Yeah. You know, and everyone was like, oh, me, yeah. man. That was a year ago, Injustice. Yeah, Injustice was a year ago. Oh How my much God, have we just... played that game? Oh, good Lord. Yeah, I know, I need right? I to start planning my funeral, man, because time just disappears. Yeah, mate. Um, I'm not excited about any of these games at all. Um, yeah. We know so... the drill. We give them a go, then we'll delete them probably. <laughs> I was... Uh... I was just expecting something good this month, you know, and like it just hasn't happened. Thought it might finally be knack o'clock, buddy. But well, every month we try and pray to the PS gods. <laughs> every month we're desperate for we that just mediocre twelve-pound we... game to come yeah, to PS you know. Plus. <laughs> One day, buddy. <laughs> One, One day. day. <laughs> <laughs> so that is golden release time. Now it's time for the JFG Top 5. Oh, it's the Justice for Gamers Top 5. What's the Top 5 Top 5 this week then, buddy? What we got? What we got this week for the old Top 5 Top 5, buddy, is... Uh, I've gone for top five game franchises you'd like to see make a comeback. You'd like to see them come back. They probably never fucking will. (laughs) But you would love them to return. So this is old games that were part of a series, uh, and that series has gone. Okay. Um, I'm going to need a little time to think about it. So you kick the ball off. I'll kick the ball off. Excellent idea. Um, (laughs) So we'll do this together because, uh, uh, you know, I think we can come up with a couple each. We could probably agree on a few as well. Yeah, um, I reckon so. Everyone knows what what I'm about to say. Uh, I'm I'm going to guess. I'm going to say it anyway. 
Half-Life. Yeah, I would have guessed that. Yeah. So you want you want some Half-Life 3 action? I want Half-Life 3. Um, everyone says, why would they make Half-Life 3? It's been too long, the hype is too much, they wouldn't make as much money as they are being a storefront. True. Why would they why would they make Half-Life 3? They just wouldn't. Um I don't care about that. I just want it. It's as simple as that. <laughs> gimme, gimme, <laughs> gimme. I want it. I want Half-Life 3. Half-Life 2 is my favorite game ever. The original Half-Life would be in my top 10 as well. And I just want Half-Life 3. And That's if fair you think enough, about buddy. far how far ahead of its time Half-Life 2 was and just imagine what Half-Life 3 could be. Yeah, but then you get into the situation in which Fallout is in. You think, oh, think at the distance they came Skyrim. And then you're thinking, oh, Fallout 4 is going to be... God knows what it's going to be. And then it's just Fallout 3, but a bit better. And then you're like, oh. No, not Valve, that. mate. Not Valve. There'll be none of that with Valve. And true, like, Half-Life 2 was like, God knows how, well, fucking so many years ago. So, I mean, like, Ed, they can only improve on that easily. Half-Life <laughs> 2 was 2002, and I would argue still looks good. I would also argue that there aren't any other 3D games from 2002 that still look good, apart from Half-Life 2. Mm, Either I, way, Gabe Newell's yeah. a bit busy at the moment throwing his weight behind, his considerable weight behind uh, a selection of uh, kitchen utensils. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to leave that there for you to Google. But um, yeah, Half-Life 3, that'd be my first one. Okay. Um, and I, I'll pick a second as well, and that is Bioshock. Now, Kevin, Ken Levine has um, disassembled Irrational Games and is apparently working on smaller games with smaller teams. He got sick of the system. He got sick of the AAA nonsense. Yeah, fuck uh, And he fucked guys. off. Um, and within a year of Bioshock Infinite coming out to rave reviews, everyone suddenly decided that they hated it, something we describe as Coldplay Syndrome. Yeah, it was a good one. And it was. It was a perfect example. But at the end of yep. the day, that universe is fantastic. Uh, I loved Bioshock Infinite, not as much as Bioshock 1 and Bioshock 2, but I, I loved all three of those games, and I would love to see another one. So, See, I can't, the only one that I really got into was Infinite because it wasn't all dank and scary. Yeah, no, I can see that. It was it was a bit of a different kind of experience. A lot of people had a go at that game because it was very combat heavy. That first person shooter mm. uh, apparently had too much shooting in it, buddy. He's a being a first person shooter is too much shooting. Too much shooting Fuck. in that first person I mean, shooter, buddy. If any game's got too much shooting, it's got to be like something like Wolfenstein. Seriously, that game has yeah, got mate. way too much shooting. Dear Esther, yeah. way too much shooting in Dear Esther. Fucking, you know what's wrong with Pro Evo? Too much football. Too much football, mate. There's too there's much, football, too much in football in that game. Far too much. F1. Far too much driving in that F1, too you much know. Driving. <laughs> Way too much just fucking stuff. I mean, they need to cut back cars. on the amount of driving yeah. in this game. Not enough story. Well, you know what happens when you put too much story in. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there's a yes. couple for you right there, buddy. Uh, okay. Um, one that would uh, be on here, but um, 
it came out earlier than this year and was horrific was Tony Hawk, obviously. Uh, I was thinking that when, yeah. But, uh, yeah, go on. I, I totally agree, like, that would yeah. have been on there if uh, if they hadn't <laughs> just farmed it out to some <laughs> yeah, shite totally developer just, to rape it. Yeah, but, they, uh, they did really well there. But go on. But there is another skateboarding game that is much better... Oh shit, I'm thinking of two skateboarding games now because I'd bring back Thrash's Gate and Destroy as well because that game was fucking ace on the Sony PlayStation. I think it was the original PlayStation. It was. Maybe PS2. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, it would be I want Skate 4. I need that game because, like, everyone goes on about, like, Skate 3. Oh, it's really fucking stupid with whatever his name is. Jason Lee? Is it? Yes. Yeah, Jason Lee. And it, oh, the story's all rubbish. It's like, it's not about the fucking story. It's about, like, the skateboarding and how friggin' awesome it is. And, like, it's realistic, but not at the same time. Like, you can do some really good realistic moves and string together, like, awesome lines. But you can also, like, make it absolutely insane at the same time, which is what you want in, like, a skateboarding game. And yeah, I want Skate 4. They they need to bring out Skate 4 because Tony Hawk is shit now. Fact. It seems like a great time to do it. You know, the, the market's right there for you. Just fill your boots. You've had someone come in with a skateboarding game that was absolute bullshit. And it, yeah. It, but people didn't know that thing was going to be absolute toilet before it came out. So you got a load of people juiced up for a new skateboarding game that then completely disappointed them. And then boom, Skate Four. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, mm. I I can see exactly where you're coming from there. Need extreme sports, buddy. Needed it. That skiing thing's meant to be coming out at some point, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Was was it called like snow? snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Great. Just snow. Um, yeah. No, there is a shortage, and. Um, I mean, I'd like another SSX. I've, yeah, I've I was going to say, I mean, if we had a PS3, we'd have SSX this month or yeah, in December. Maybe we'll but... get um, some PS2 SSX on emulation. Oh, that'd be nice. Cool Borders. Cool Borders. Oh, was that, that was original cool. PlayStation, I think, wasn't <laughs> yeah. it? That was, okay. what, was that, um, what was that snowboarding game we had on? Uh, oh, Sean White. Oh, that, man, that was good. That was, that was really a good snowboarding good. game. That was really when good. When I got my 360, I bought it off of someone I was working with at the time, and it had Amped 3. That game was weird. Yeah, not great. Okay. I remember the original Amped on the Xbox. Like, I remember playing that at yours and really, really loving it. But yeah, Amped it was 3 cool, was like mecha, mecha, meta. Like crazy <laughs> meta and really bizarre. Yeah, but a bit too much. But yeah, anyway, sorry. I've, I've derailed us once again. It's fine. I'll bring us back. <laughs> so uh, the next one I would... I want another game of is NFL Street, buddy. Yes. we played the shit out of that game. Oh, awesome. Yes. So good. So good. Massive hole there. Like It's a, an American sport that 2K don't make a rival game to. Like, get stuck in. Yeah, man. Um... Uh, FIFA Street was good back in the day. I say good, it was funny. But I played, um, I can't remember which one, but it was one of the NBA Streets on the 360. And that was fucking awesome as well. Seriously, it was a really, really fun arcade um, basketball game. Like, 
I, I, I think I just started playing it one night, and I think I played it till about six or something in the morning. I don't know why. It's because I didn't have anything to do because I was at uni, but you know, <laughs> that's what I did. Such a good game. Yeah, I, I think I, I can't take credit for this opinion. I read an article somewhere. I can't remember where it was, but there was a suggestion that the reason that these arcade sports games don't get made anymore is because most sport games, most sports games, are a yearly franchise now, and it's far more difficult to. You know, if a game is an arcade game, if it's if it's a piss take game or an arcade yeah. game, it's light hearted. Maybe the, the the teams don't matter so much. It's far more difficult to monetize it. In that, yeah. you can't bring one out every year. People just won't buy them. They're they're happy to buy FIFA every year with its licenses, and then a FIFA Street maybe every three or four years. But it's just not it economically. Like it's DLC not DLC or something then. Yeah, yeah. Some sort that, of add-on cool. like like the classic five-a-side football in like FIFA 98 or whatever it was. Yeah, 97, the indoor 97, stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I think that's the thing. I think if your arcade stuff, like the, there are examples of it. There's that um, Major League Baseball arcade oh, game yeah. on the PlayStation Store. But it seems like the days of the lead sort of sports game developers like EA and Konami and yeah. 2K releasing arcade games, it seems like those days are gone now, which is a real shame. NFL Street oh, yeah. 2 was the one that really stood out for me. I thought it was amazing, that game. Yeah, very cool. Playing on the beach and stuff. Very, yeah, very man. cool. So we've got one space left then in our list. Good. We know what that's going to be. Yeah, we both we, we we can both agree on Project Gotham. I think yes, <laughs> you have to really because it's the greatest racing franchise that has ever been. Um, it's bizarre creations who no longer exist, but that doesn't mean that everyone you know someone didn't walk into Bazaar's office and gun them all down. Those people are still kicking <laughs> about, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's they weren't so fact, yeah. so upset with uh, <laughs> the latest game that they were like, no, absolutely <laughs> no chance. What was the... There was a game... It was the last game that those guys made. It was like a futuristic racer with power-ups. Was it oh, called Blur or something? Yeah, I think it was Blur or something. I never that, played it? that. I never played it. I, I think I played a demo or a beta or something of it, and it wasn't great, no. I must say. I think they yeah, were low I totally on, forgot about that game. Well they played. They were low on money and people had left and stuff. Either way, let's not go there anyway. Let's talk about <laughs> Gotham, buddy. Let's talk about the amazement of Gotham. Do you remember seeing those Project Gotham 3 ads when the 360 was first going to come out? The ones I saw one in the cinema. Like, yeah. Of, it was the, the game that I got as my launch game. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. I was like, I have to have this game because it just looks fucking amazing. And cockpit view was the new thing, and it was just um, oh, they just, rendered all the cockpits properly. Like, I, yeah, it was so good. So many games had cut corners there before, like games like Gran Turismo and stuff. That they, they just didn't do it. And I mean, you know how much of a fan I am of this franchise. I had Metropolis Street Racer on the Dreamcast. I, I played every Project Gotham, like. The second one was very, very good as well. And mm -hmm. Third Definitely. one was my first ever online racing. Like, I'd never yeah. experienced online racing before. And then the fourth one just brought all that shit together. Uh, they had so bikes good. in there for free. Fucking take no evolution. And yep. um, 
it was that it's probably still the best lobby system that I've ever seen. Um, and we used to play. We played that game for years. Like yeah, every week, we used to much. play with randoms, and we had a, a little. We almost had a community going, didn't we? It was before party chat as it well, was, so we yeah, had to talk was, to them. It was. It was before party chat. So fucking bronze all, AI. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Such a good game. And uh, yeah, I mean, just the best. Just the best racing game ever. It really is. Yeah, it makes me think like if they did try and make another one, it just wouldn't hold a candle to it, kind of thing. Like maybe it is just best left where it is. Um, we carry on with Drive Club as we're doing, and F One. And I think that in asking this question um, of our top five, I think you've really hit the nail on the head there. Like there's a lot of nostalgia surrounding this topic, and pretty much. I, I would suspect everything we've brought up <laughs> would be better left alone and leave apart it apart from to... Skate 4 buddy that apart would from... be fucking ace <laughs> yeah, skate they four. can bring that that's that, that's just a good idea I think it, we're so used to being burned now with games like yeah you know the idea that, that anyone could make the most of these franchises that were so beloved uh, I don't know but for better or worse, this is our list. Our top five games franchises we'd like to see come back, but they're fucking not. <laughs> we have, in no particular order, Half-Life, Bioshock, Project Gotham, NFL Street, and Skate. Sack day. Sack day. <laughs> It's time for Many Moons Ago. Many Moons Ago. So what year are we going back to this time, buddy? Well, pertinently after our Project Gotham talk, uh, we are going back to the 2nd of December 2005. Which saw the release, buddy, of the Microsoft Xbox 360 games console. Jesus Christ. Now, does that not make you feel really fucking old? Yeah, buddy. I mean, I I got mine uh, February 2016 for my 21st birthday. So, yeah, quick math. I'm getting old, which is nice. But, yeah, man. That was that was a long, long time ago. I can't believe that thing is still going, though. Ten years. It's amazing, really. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's we're we're right on the verge now where they're they're going to stop. You know, it has to be. Sort of. I think you're probably talking like sixty, seventy percent of stuff is no longer coming out on there. Yeah. But um, but yeah, what an incredible run and. Uh, <laughs> Just amazing legacy, really. Uh, the most, the thing that I find most incredible is that if you look at the the sales figures of the 360 versus the PS3, it always felt to me like the 360 was absolutely fucking streaks ahead, and and it mm. was for for many years. But the the PS3 did actually catch it up to to the sort of extent where they're they're fairly even at this point, which is surprising. But um, I mean, it's it's a funny sort of role reversal, really. If you look back to the announcements of the consoles, it makes it even more amazing how much 
Microsoft managed to fuck the Xbox One launch. Oh yeah, the, totally. You know, like Sony came out with the PS3. It was the cell processor. It was ridiculously expensive. Like I think we're we're talking like four hundred and fifty pounds for these consoles. And Stupid. comments from Sony saying like, you know, if you really want, you'll you'll get like another you'll, job. Or, yeah, you know, you'll, that was fucking it, stupid. All just nonsense, like coming out of the PS2 era, which was the sort of Sony golden age kind of thing. And the 360 just, it was it was simpler, it was PC-based, it was it was wonderful. It, it was a fantastic system. There's so many things to talk about here. The legacy of the, uh, how easy it was to, to produce games for, you know, meant that there was so much stuff coming out of it. The birth of the sort of online era with Xbox Live, something that Sony yeah, didn't really... Live Arcade as well. Live Arcade, um... The, the so whole the indie, indie games. games thing. Well, you know, it, it yeah, wasn't. Yeah, it was. Yeah, there were something. there were very few gems there, but the idea of it was strong. Um, <laughs> what was the one that you had that fucking RC flight thing or whatever it was? Oh yeah, it was just yeah, it was. I think it was called <laughs> RC Flight Sim. <laughs> I bought it for like seventy nine p. It was just a fixed camera, radio controlled plane simulator. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you love that shit. It's fucking beautiful, buddy. It's well good. Yeah, man. The, uh, the controller. Let's talk about the controller because that that thing became not just the most popular controller and and uh, highly acclaimed on the 360, but it became the default controller on PC as well. Yeah, like, as well. Yeah. The Master Race fucking embraced that thing, buddy. Yeah, so. crazy shit that is. <laughs> fucking weird. Everything that came out. If you looked at the review, it was it was played on the 360. It was it, it was they were it was all encompassing really, and um, yeah, I just I, I just remember being amazed really when we the old headsets and and it really just brought online gaming to the living room. Like it really did do that. It was that big a thing, wasn't it? Yeah, man. Like um, I think I had like a three month. Uh, Xbox Live when I bought it and uh, I was playing Gotham and Perfect Dark Zero I believe um, <laughs> yeah. when, when I first had it and it was just like what is this it's a whole new world of games and it's just absolutely amazing and then like a few years passed I think after that and Game Night kind of developed into a a thing and that was it we had our little group and we we started playing online on a regular basis and it was it was fucking awesome man like seriously this console was like changed my life in a way like it's it's just developed like because obviously i moved away from like all you guys down there um and it just meant that i could like talk to you guys on a regular basis and like hang out with you guys all the time or whenever we were playing and stuff and it was just you know it's it's just fantastic it's so good it kept us in touch it really did um mm. i don't think it's it's any exaggeration to say that if it wasn't for the 360 we wouldn't be doing this podcast i don't think oh totally yeah we i mean i'm, right I'm looking i'm thinking back to when i went to uni in uh, 09 and 
I was in halls with a terrible internet connection that, that didn't allow me to get online for ages. And eventually I found a workaround where if I positioned my, I had some shit Dell laptop at the time, and if I positioned it on top of a shelf in my, in my room in, at uni, um, I could then use it as a hotspot. And then I hooked up an ethernet to the 360. And do you remember the time? Do you remember the day, the game night, where it was a Friday night and you guys were all online back in 09 and suddenly, boop, boop, Mr. Alex yeah, had his popped online. Pops online, didn't <laughs> and he? And I was like, hey, Nonchalant. buddies. And it was like, woo! <laughs> I, finally, I hadn't been on for like six months or yeah, something. Yeah, about six months or so, wasn't it? Yeah, it was funny. I, I it was missed awesome. it so much, you know, and, and it was I was in a new environment with new friends and new people and lots of exciting things, but I missed my game night and I missed my friends and uh, yeah, man, it, it was just it was just wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Best console so far for me, like it's just it was graphically advanced, like the the components were better than like PCs or as good, you know, as like the Redonk ones as the time and I'm guessing that's why it's lasted yeah because it wasn't held on when the PS4 came out that thing was not as powerful as as PCs on the market at the time yeah that wasn't the case with the 360 I remember the first time uh, I was around um, my mate Paul's and we he'd bought Gears of War the original Gears of War and and he loaded that thing up and it was full co-op all the way through which was amazing really if you look back like people they don't really do that very much anymore nah that Gotham that was split screen online that's the thing and I think that that's because because of the fact the multiplayer online multiplayer was just coming in we were actually in a best of both worlds scenario where you had co-op you could sign a guest in and play split screen but online with other people and stuff and we've kind of gone away from that now like developers don't really make the effort with that but yeah i remember us loading up gears of war and uh, you at the start i think you break you break out of prison yeah you break out of prison but then when you yeah you you break phoenix out of prison and then the the moment you get outside and the camera pans up you look back at it now it's a sort of gray mess but at the time, <laughs> yeah, it looked amazing. We were just yeah. like literal, literal mouths open looking at that thing. It was yeah. incredible. Oh man, Vegas, the the wonderful Vegas times. The I don't know, I mean, Vegas I'm... one in the library, <laughs> Vegas two in the villa. You know. Yeah, I'm worried about how long we could carry on talking about this. So, well, this is a, this is like us. a. <laughs> the, the 360 10 year anniversary special we could actually probably do like an hour podcast yeah oh and some no yeah. problem talk about all the different features the different dashboards that they came out with oh, I always liked the blades the best buddy blades was good was the best. I liked it didn't like it when they changed it to the sort of floating boxes kind of thing I wasn't so keen on that I don't know, kind of, I, I liked it because we all had our little avatars and, you know, when we got in a party, we were there all together jumping up like, woo, gate night, <laughs> <laughs> shit like that. But um, the store was a fucking shambles, always will be, or more, always used to be anyway. Yeah. <laughs> fucking shit everywhere. It was toilet, yeah. Yeah. Very much so. <laughs> and there wasn't the stories. I mean, when the console launched, it was a 20 gig hard drive, wasn't it? Uh, yes, I had the premium 20 gig hard drive. I did. Yeah, and then they went up to 60, 60 I think. 60 and then like 120, I think. 
You guys had the the uh, the slim versions and and everything. Yeah, was... I think I bought three of them in the end. Uh, like yeah. uh, I bought uh, I bought a premium, then I bought an arcade because my premium died, and then I bought the slim one as well. I don't know why I bought the slim one. I think it was just because like my arcade was just literally just so loud. It was just ridiculous. They were incredibly loud, and they weren't without their problems. The Red Ring of Death, of course, was. Uh, yeah. It's almost become like a cult thing now. Like, yep. I was quite lucky, I think, really, because I bought my 360 second hand, granted off of someone who'd barely used it. Um, that lasted me a very long time, and then it finally did die uh, about sort of three, four years in, and, and I bought another one. I got, I got a 60 gig model. I remember walking into game and just walking out with it. Um, nice. I paid for it, of course, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I had two across the sort of, uh, and uh, we were in there fairly early doors, and, and you know, it was only like a couple of years ago that we stopped playing. I I still use my 360, by the way. I I, I was playing, uh, you know, about six months ago. I had a good old session of Project Gotham. Um, I was was playing Guitar Hero. Me and Ellen were playing Guitar Hero uh, a few weeks ago with the drums and the guitar and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, it's um, very, very fond memories. Nice, buddy. It is. As you say, we could go on forever. We should definitely stop. Yes. Um, but, yeah, that was the 2nd of December 2005, which saw the release of the Microsoft Xbox 360 games console. And what a day. What a day. Oh, I'm glad to be home once again. So happy, just walking And now it's time for Fuckwit Corner. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. He's getting some questions. Some questions. He sure does, buddy. Actually, he really does. He uh, he's, he's got some questions for us, so that's nice. That is good news. So, firstly, from Funk this week, we have gaming chairs. Discuss. Um, what is in the ones with like speakers and shit in, or the ones where you can strap um, steering wheels to, or flight simming ones or just like a comfy bean bag you know where do you want to start well i think you've you are kind of better versed than i am you actually had one of those sort of um little sit on the floor rocky ones with the speakers either side kind of thing didn't you at one point yeah what a pile of wank that was was it a pile of wank because the concept just isn't very good or was it that that one wasn't very good um, I just think the idea of it is bad. Um, it depends where you play your games, I guess. If you're playing in the living room and there's already a sofa there, there's no need for it. If you've got like a like a playroom with your kids, they they probably appreciate it more. Um, but the fact that it had speakers in was totally pointless because you had to like plug them in and power it. And so you just got wires hanging around everywhere. It's not pretty. And <laughs> right. It's just just used like 
a surround sound or like a sound bar. You'll probably get better out of that, I reckon. Um, it was just awkward and in the way all the time. Like I didn't have somewhere to keep it or just have a fixed position for it in the living room and stuff. So it was just like, I think I car booted it like about three or four years ago. But yeah, I personally would not bother. Do you have a particular position, like a stance, like a sitting position or, or whatever? Yeah, I do now and like it's really annoying. So I have uh, my comfy chair that I'm in now, my like computer chair, which is, you know, got armrests and a headrest and it's very nice. Ikea standard stuff. Nice. And then um, I'm probably about four to five feet, I guess, away from the telly. Uh, I prop my legs up on some kind of uh, leg rest or another chair. And then I kind of put my right leg like over my left leg around the knee joint around there. And I've only noticed it about like, like the past three or four weeks that I do this. And it's becoming really uncomfortable, but I can't stop doing it because I'm so used to it. It's not good. It's it's interesting though. Like it's funny that you end up in a certain position. Do you, if you're not in that position, do you feel like you're going to play worse? I feel uncomfortable. I feel like it just does, doesn't not, feel right to you. Yeah, it does. It just feels like. Nah, I, 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 it feels like I'm forcing myself not to be in that position. I don't. It's weird. I know you have a thing about like, was it crossing your legs on the end of the of your bed and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I still play all of my games in in a bedroom, and uh, I sit. How far am I away? Ten inches. Probably, probably three feet from a thirty-two inch television. I sit right on the edge of my bed, cross-legged. Um, I can't play. I feel if I'm not sitting cross-legged, I feel like I'm playing worse. Yeah. I can't lie back and play games. It feels like I just might as well not bother even playing them. Um, yeah, I, the 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 whole gaming chair thing. I like the idea for racing games. Yeah, like specific chairs, like for a car things. seat. Like if I had yeah. a steering wheel and a gaming chair. I could see that working really nicely in the same yeah, way that I sweet. think VR would work best with racing games. Um, yeah. So I could see it being a, a bit of a boon there, but yeah, I, I mean, I you can't really sit cross-legged in a gaming chair, buddy, so, uh, <laughs> so it just True. wouldn't work for me. I, I like the idea of speakers, though, because I've usually got a headset on um, one ear for party chat so it'd be quite nice to have speakers but i have been known to put my giant sony headphones over my headset while i'm playing games as well standard so, stuff but yeah I, I i don't really think that unless you've got a really big like you basically need like a den or like man cave type thing don't you um and then maybe a gaming chair would be nice. But to be honest, if I was in that position, as you say, I'd probably just get like three or four bean bags. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you can sit cross-legged in a bean bag, buddy. Yeah, you can be happy there, and comfortable. <laughs> so let's move on. Uh, Funk's next question, and he says, "What's the best and worst Christmas presents that you have been given?" Now. 
he didn't specify video games here, so I don't know how you want to play this. Do you want to do you want to talk about games or do you want to talk about whatever? To no, be? I'm gonna come up with a, a, a story of uh, probably the best Christmas experience I've had uh, whilst receiving a present. And no, it is not sexual. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't, know, I don't know quite what you're going with here, but I'm, I'm getting comfy though, buddy. Uh, well, no, it's not a long one. It's hang just on, no, no, much, wait, wait, um, hang on. Get, you're getting cross-legged. Okay, are you there? Wait. Are you there now? Can I can I start? Because like um, I could have finished it like ten times by now. Okay, yep, go for it. Okay, so um, standard Christmas Eve. Um, back in the day, we went out and got absolutely shit faced, which was always good. So we'd end up going to like the tap in in Chatham. Tap and tin. Look yeah, it up. Mate. Uh, this was probably around like the Christmas after I got the 360, I reckon. Um, and so Christmas Day, I'm like absolutely annihilated, probably still drunk. Um, standard stuff's going on, like little little presents, pants, socks, comedy jumpers. Yeah, good news. I like I wasn't expecting anything this Christmas. My dad pops off, goes upstairs. Comes back down with this big fuck off box. I'm like, oh, that's nice. What do that for? He's like, it's for you, mate. And I'm like, they're going like, well, because you know I'm still pissed. And I'm like, all right then. So I open up big old fucking 32 inch TV in it. Fucking handsfree. I know, right? I was full of emotions because like I didn't know what was going on because I wasn't expecting anything. Yeah, I just received this, like, my first, like, flat-screen TV, and I was like, this is amazing. This is, like, the best thing I've ever had. I can now play my 360 in, like, 1080p, and, like, whilst trying to, you know, not throw up at the same time, I just didn't know what was going on. Our <laughs> <laughs> solo breakfast, buddy. Tricky it, stuff. Pretty much, buddy. That's where it was. But, yeah, that that was one of my best receiving of a gift Can you think of a, Can you think of a worst gift? Um, <laughs> it, it's not really a worse gift because it wasn't a gift. Like, um, it ended up to be really good. Um, when I was, I can't remember, like six or seven. Um, um, it was really giving a gift to my dad. Like, my mum had wrapped up this present and it was like a, a largest box and had told, um, me and my brother that it's like a Barbie like dream house and we're going to give it to my dad and we're like oh yeah go on dad it's for you open it and he and he opens it up and it's a Nez and we're like no what it's a Barbie <laughs> we thought it was a Barbie oh. <laughs> um, so yeah that was pretty funny but um, that was pretty bad because it wasn't f- a present for me but obviously it was that's where it all began for you, games-wise, yeah. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, games on TV and stuff, yeah. But, um, yeah, that, that was pretty funny. Um, what about you, buddy? Have you got any... What What's your greatest gift? I think it is games-related. I think my greatest, my greatest Christmas present 
Um, other than the year that I got a uh, my first CD player microsystem and a copy of E17 Stay Another Day. Nice. Would probably be the Sega Dreamcast. I got the Dreamcast oh, for Christmas. Year. Yeah, I think I did as well. Man. I didn't know I was getting it. Nice. Uh, I'd, I'd asked for it, but was also aware that it was several hundred pounds. Um, <laughs> and I wasn't that much of an asshole child that I just expected whatever I'd written on a fucking list. So yeah. uh, I think that would be the best one. Uh, I had a Sonic Adventure, um, I think UEFA Striker, maybe, and uh, <laughs> and a Dreamcast demo disc, which had like trick-style demo. and. Did you, did you have... Um... Was it Ready to Rumble, the boxing game? That was yeah, good. the demo, yes, I did. Yeah. And uh, with the whole uh, health bar on the VMU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, VMU, um, yeah. That game was brilliant, by the way, Ready yeah, to Rumble cool. boxing. That console was just... Uh, we don't we need to go down this road again. No, I know. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Do you, do you know, uh, the, the other week after game night, when I was a bit pissed up, I was on, I was on eBay looking at Dreamcasts. Of course you were. I was like, oh, I think I need to get a Dreamcast. It's probably a good idea. You can probably get them for like, what, 40, 50 quid now or something like that? It looked about 65, something like that. Yeah, that's probably uh, worth for it. For a ton, you can get a Dreamcast in good condition with a couple of trolls and like 10 games. Yeah, that's what um, you need, isn't it? But the problem nice. is that um, a lot of people recommend, because the Dreamcast actually, it, the, the output was actually far better than the... Uh, the SCART was sort of capable of yeah. giving at the time, and you can get this sort of SCART to HD box thing that upscales the Dreamcast and makes it look gorgeous. But you kind of yeah, cool. you kind of need to buy that as well. Um, it's yeah. another like fifty quid on top, and yeah. Uh, by that point, I think I probably fell asleep and was probably snoring <laughs> heavily. <I'd> imagine. <laughs> nice. uh, my worst Christmas present was uh, my gran in her later years. She used to go down the chemist at the end of her road uh, and just buy gifts from there. This was a year Condoms. when she, she got my uncle a bag of rags. Uh, bag she of rags. got my sister um, some of those trolls that you put on top of pencils. Nice. Uh, she got my mum the latest Beyonce perfume. And I received six bars of Dove scented soap. <laughs> <laughs> she was but, ten. You know, she was buddy. well was like, past hey. it and didn't really know where she was. And you know, it's difficult to pretend that you like something, but when you open it and it's six bars of soap, and you're dealing with the incredulity of that situation. But also, you're like, okay, I really need to get this shit together. And you're like, oh, thank you so much. And uh, I think I pulled <laughs> it off. She seemed happy. She was like, well, you know, I thought. I'd... But <laughs> she's like, yep. Thought I'd get you some, uh, thought I'd get you some scented soap. <laughs> there you go. Just, just hand soap. You know, like bars of hand soap. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't had that luxury. I mean, I did used to get like um, brute. Oh yeah, from my grandparents. You want that you know, cologne, buddy? Yeah, it's not not on the same level as uh, bars of soap. Bars of soap. I don't know if she was trying to tell me something, but. Uh... <laughs> Probably. They went in the bin. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, finally from Funk this week we have. I never played all the old Discworld games. And I want to. 
Is there anywhere on the internet I can do such a magical thing? What is he on about? What are the Discworld games? Well, these were re- these were old PC games around sort of mid to late nineties. Um, I didn't read Discworld when I was little. I actually only read Discworld once I'd met Funk. Uh, funnily enough, and he lent me all of them one after the other, and I used to read them when we were working together. Um, and these games were really highly rated. They're, they're considered excellent sort of point-and-click adventures. They were very ahead of their time as well. They had uh, a, a great degree of uh, voice acting. I think the first couple of Discworld games actually feature narration from Eric Idle, of all people. Um, nice. These are obviously these are sort of '95, just after sort of. I think they were DOS games for the most part. Um, I think Discworld Noir, which was I think the second or third one that ran on Windows '95. I don't pretend to know all this off the top of my head, by the way, buddy. I've done some research, but um, yeah, I'm desperately just Wikipediaing this shit. <laughs> either way, um, these games are what you would now classify as abandonware. Now, these haven't been ported to uh, an online scenario, not officially anyway. You can't officially buy these online. They're not on they're not on like goodoldgames.com or you can't pick them up on Steam. They haven't been optimized for modern systems. Um I think the the era that they came out in they actually came out on the PlayStation, the original PlayStation, and also the Saturn. I think they came out on the Saturn as well. Nice. That was the era that we're talking about here. Either way, I've done some digging, and as I said, these games are abandonware in that they they're no longer supported by the developers and publishers who created them. Uh, most of those guys don't even exist anymore. There is a, a there is technically a copyright there. But no one is really laying claim to it. And these games seem to be freely available online now. You can just download them. Um, and I suppose technically, technically that is illegal. Um, but not in a way that I would personally be concerned about. And uh, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> if I were you, I wouldn't be too worried either. I'm not sure who would come after you at this point. So anyway... Having done some research, if you head to myabandonware.com and search Discworld, then you can download all of these off of there for free. Uh, And bestoldgames.net, that's got some files on there as well. These are games that uh, are optimized to run with Windows 95 and DOS. And believe it or not, at this point, it's actually probably preferable to run them in DOS. I know that... Current Windows has compatibility mode. Well, it's got it's got compatibility mode, and you can have a go at that if you want. But I would recommend using a program called DOSBox, which is essentially an MS DOS emulator. Obviously, these games are incredibly old. Your PC will have no problem running them these at this <laughs> point. Uh, and if you use DOSBox and install them using the instructions from like 1996 or whatever then in theory that should work perfectly for you um so there you go that's basically that's your lot so you can get them for free uh, on those websites that i mentioned you should be able to run them through dosbox um i'm sure if you do a little bit of google searching then you probably find other ways of getting them going as well i mean you can still buy these on on sites like ebay and amazon but you will be bidding for probably second hand uh, discs you know, old school discs. Uh, 
I saw a, a satin version for sort of 50 bucks on eBay earlier. Um, yeah, these games are very old now, but you can still play them. And uh, I'd very much like to know how you get on there, Funk. So if you do go, if you do take the plunge and try and get them going, then we'd love to know if you if they worked or not. That'd be cool. Yeah, man, that'd be sweet. And now it's time for questions and answers. Do you have a question for the Justice for Gamers podcast? Every week we'll be ending the show with questions and comments sent in by you. Pop us a message on Facebook or Twitter, or send an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com and we'll do our best to sort you out. Any newcomers, buddy? No, we just got the one this week, buddy, which is probably best considering how much I was waffling on about fucking DOSBots at that point. <laughs> so we just got, we just got one question. It's from Johnny Briggs. Uh, and he asks, what do you think about gaming sites covering other topics? Oh, dear. Um, I'm I'm not a big fan of it. Um, to be honest, uh, I uh, try to avoid most sites that put in lots of stuff about comics. This is the thing. This is the thing. Movies. Like, you know full well, buddy. I could I could rant forever about this, but I, w- I won't. I'll control myself. But there seems to be some sort of inherent thing where, according to gaming websites, popular gaming websites, if you like video games, you also like these three things. Is it porn? Comic books. Oh. Superheroes wrestling I like computer games porn and that's about it yeah football (laughs) there you go how about them that's that's what's going to be on ours the most popular gaming website in the world is (laughs) IGN.com and IGN.com is utterly uh, aside from being fucking toilet when it comes to games coverage uh, I don't care who knows it is fucking shit. I think most people know that, buddy. It's fucking shit. Um, they also write an obscene number of pointless articles about superheroes, superhero TV series, uh, superhero movies, uh, wrestling. Uh, what's going on with wrestling at the moment? Who's in the wrestling? What's going on what's there? What's new on Netflix this month? What's new on Netflix? What's new on Amazon Prime? What's no. going on with... Uh, <laughs> What's going on with Love Film at this point? What's going on here? And uh, comics. Which comics should you read? What comics should you be looking at right now? Top five, top ten, three films to do with comic books and superheroes with wrestling themes. So, I am not interested in any of those things. And I'm not having a go at you if you are. If you like superhero stuff. That's cool. That's cool. If you like comic books, that's cool. I'm not having a pop at any of these things. I'm just saying, if I go to a video game website, it's because I want to know about video games. If I wanted to know about films, I'd go to 
Empire or yeah. Total Film or something Total like film, yeah. that. If if I wanted to know about superheroes, I'd go wherever the fuck I should go for that. But I don't. I want to know about <laughs> video games. And this whole... This is quite pertinent this week. One of our favourite websites is Video Gamer, and they've just made the switch as well to suddenly... And, and I think the... Um, the, the the head of the of those guys kind of said we're going we're moving from covering video games to uh, being a site for gamers, but that assumes that I am someone who likes like other shit wrestling and and yeah. comic books, and I don't I don't and <laughs> and I get the fact that they say we well, don't have to read it, but. I do have to sift through it, though. Yeah, that's the thing. I have to go through it to find the stuff that I do want to look at. At least put, like, a filter or something on there, and then I, I can just get rid of all the shit. And the people who used to be writing about video games are suddenly spending a, p- a portion of their time writing about things I don't give a fuck about. Which means less stuff and, about computer games. And those guys' website is site. called videogamer.com. Yeah, it's... Well, what's IGN stand for? I don't know. <laughs> nah, me neither. <laughs> Internet Gaming Network? There you go. Okay. <laughs> no, something... Internet Gaming News? I don't fucking care. It doesn't It's matter. not like wrestling... I understand why. I understand why these people are doing this. I understand why you would do it. Yeah, you're diversifying, you're building... You're building a... a, a an audience of different people who like different things and I understand that and that's fine you know cool it's just it's disappointing for someone like me because I don't want that I don't want any of that and and also it feels kind of stereotyping as well there seems to be a stereotyping there but at the same time if you go on Alexa stats and look up the biggest gaming websites in the UK just as an example all of them are covering the same stuff. Like, Video Gamer would be in there, IGN, GameSpot, um, Kotaku's UK branch, pretty Polygon as well. They're all covering uh, superheroes. They're all covering comic books. Uh, Films. They're all covering... Everything. Yeah, and... Blah, blah, blah. It's, it seems like there's very few people that are just covering games. And that's that's what I want is games, you know. Yeah, I know. I I agree with you. I just want to know about games because I love video games. Like, I can talk about films and stuff. I can talk about wrestling, not a lot. I can talk about superheroes, not a lot. Comics, no, I can't talk about that because I have no idea. But the main thing that I want to talk about is video games. And that's why for the past hour and 40 minutes, we have just spoken about video games quite easily. That's pertinent as well because, you know, a lot of the podcasts that I listen to uh, have now got suddenly half the podcast they're talking about something other than games. And I've got other podcasts. I listen to lots of podcasts. I listen to a movie podcast. I don't need to. I don't want to hear what. Games reviewers think of movies. I, I not in extensive <laughs> detail, you know. I I don't. And no, like a, a, a nice a little comment about like, oh yeah, it's a bit shit. I suspect that I am in the minority here. Probably, buddy. Um, 
but I just I can't help but think that everyone's diversifying into fucking mulch to the point where everyone is the same and everyone's doing the same thing. And I understand you want to diversify your website. You want to bring in loads of different topics because it brings in loads of different fans, people who like one thing and not the other. And then all of a sudden you've got revenue streams coming in left, right and center from advertisers of all the different topics you've diversified out to. I understand. I get it. But I'm speaking personally. I, If I go on a video games website... I just want to know about games. Yes. And that is that, buddy. And that is that. Good good finish. <laughs> and that answers your question, Johnny. So I think that'll about do us, buddy, for episode 36 of the Justice for Gamers podcast. We're closing in on Christmas. And uh, exciting stuff. What's exciting? There's no more games coming out. We've got so much to play. We've got discounts on the way. We've got the yeah, excitement of seeing to what discounts. happens to Fate Old uh, Rainbow as well. Mm, Sony will probably do their like 12 days of Christmas or whatever again. That was cool last year. That Enjoyed was that. cool. That was really good. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. you know, come Christmas time, buddy, I get to actually see you for the first time in fucking months and months and months. Yeah. Oh, I, I forgot to tell you, I ordered the the order, 1886, off uh, Amazon Germany for like £10 the other day. Oh, nice. So that's a, that's a Christmas present from me to me. Those are the best kind, buddy. Yeah. I saw when the I'm done, I'll, I'll post like it down to you, buddy. today and I thought about yeah, getting no. that. No. You don't want that. I probably don't want that. I think if Drive Club it. hadn't come along and suddenly had added private lobbies and been good, then I might have bought it. But I definitely Maybe. know at this point that I don't need that. <laughs> no, we don't need that. But yeah, everything everything seems good. We've had our little rant. We've had... Oh, this has been an emotional episode, this. You know, there's been a lot to talk about. It's been good. It's been good Ooh. and long and good. That's what she said. Gibbons. <laughs> <laughs> cool, buddy. Well, thank you very, very much for listening. Uh, if you want to find out about us, we are at www.justiceforgamers.com, Facebook forward slash Justice for Gamers. Our Twitter handle is at Justice for Gamer. We're on YouTube. Just search Justice for Gamers. We're doing streams. They are archived. You can watch them. You can comment. You can tell us what cocks we are. Uh, we're on SoundCloud. <laughs> Just search Justice for Gamers on there. You can find us as well. Uh, and we're also on Google Plus, if that is how you choose to live your life. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, and until next week, I have been Alex. He has been Ash. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to butt in and say something again, buddy. Fucking gonna... I'm going to say, because we have no idea on how many people listen to this uh, podcast. Um, if you fancy, just go and subscribe to our YouTube channel because we've only got 14. And I'd like to see if anyone actually does it. And then we'll be like, at least we know one person's listening. <laughs> yep. Subscribe to our YouTube. And uh, if you can... Pop us a message on social media telling us we're dickheads. That'd be yeah. nice. We'd love to hear from you. And yeah. it needs to be said. <laughs> totally. And I'm going to say goodbye. <laughs> Have a cracking week. We'll catch you next time. Goodbye. You've been listening to the Justice for Gamers podcast with Ash and me, Alex. We release this every Sunday night so you can preload it for the week ahead. 
To find out more, head to justiceforgamers.com, Facebook forward slash justiceforgamers, or Twitter at justiceforgamer. If you have anything interesting to say, pop us an email to contacts at justiceforgamers.com, and if you could write us a review on iTunes, we'd be forever in your debt. Have a cracking week, and we'll catch you next time.